Hello and welcome to the Deja Review podcast, where a group of film lovers get together and discuss a cult or a classic film that one or more of them has just watched for the very first time. I'm Mike Cairns. Over there is Kane Wormsign Daniel. Yes, I am Paul Mardib Yusuf. <laughs> Uh, well, you, you're, you're already because and uh, over there is Seb Muadib Godfrey. Uh, hi, I am Spice Girl Melange B, <laughs> aka <laughs> aka Old Spice. And uh, and to, today uh, we are discussing the 1984 classic uh, Dune, um, directed well. Uh, so to explain. Uh, both Seb and I had never seen this film before, mm. and Kane is a um, someone who has seen it quite a bit, knows a bit a bit about it. Um, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say like an absolute super fan, but I've seen it multiple times. Okay, because um, it's a bit of a divisive film, I would uh, mm. I would say. Um, yeah, and I've 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 read the first book though, not at sequels. Uh, I've read the first book like maybe ten times. Like, oh, oh right, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, so you okay? <laughs> because <Yeah>. they, <laughs> this this is why I kind of wanted to do it because I just kind of wanted to, as somebody who understands the movie, yeah. wanted to see what you thought. Fucking hell! Yeah. So. <laughs> This is a baffling, baffling film. <laughs> um, we watched, and so can you also explain? So Kane um, also suggested that we watch the almost three-hour version. Yeah. Um, and now mm. it's because it, when it came up, directed by Alan Smithy, and I was yeah. like, uh, "What's what's the go there?" So mm. how is how is that a director's cut? Like it's a different director. Yeah, well, um... <laughs> it's usually director's cut is. The director well, directed it. Do you know, do you know it. about Alan yeah, Smithy? Yeah, do, do you know no. the Alan? You so, know, oh, oh, I don't know any of this. This is really cool. Alan Smithy is yeah. really interesting. Okay. Well, Alan Smithy is the is a pseudonym taken by directors that no longer want to attach their name to a film. So oh, if say if either it's that right. or this, where, if this if a director is left, I have I've, they, they I, drop, I'm I aware. They, yep, I'm aware they, yeah. that that is. Or something. I think like they that canned it in the nineties and said, okay. "No longer, we can't. We, we're not allowed to use this anymore." But it was uh, all directors. Say, if it was like a TV cut for TV or cut for an airplane, right. they would directors ago. No, like Michael Mann did it for Heat. Um, uh, they did a TV edit because um, that was like a three hour yeah. film as well. And uh, he's like, he, the TV edit of Heat, yeah. became Smithy. and Alan Smithy, right. and just the little things like okay. that. There's, there's a there's a laundry list of them. Um, yeah. But yeah, Lynch counts this as so. Uh, but he and 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 he had nothing to do with this director. No, cut. Well, this was a TV. This this is a TV cut. Yeah. So the TV oh. cut was like because it was so so baffling for mm. audiences in uh, when the film was first released because a lot of people hadn't read the books. Yep. Uh, that they're like, we need to flesh this out and explain things a little more. We're going to make it a two night <laughs> event, and they just threw all these extra scenes in it to try and oh. pad it out. And uh, which became the three-hour version. I wish I'd made it a seven-night event. And then, um, and David Lynch didn't want to touch the yeah. his I original cut, <laughs> let alone this cut. Um, uh, I'm not sure whether it was good advice in the end, but I mean, it's 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 the longer version is a little bit more explicable. You know what I mean? Right. But I I, I think um, I, I found especially like you know nothing nothing's gonna fucking grind a film to a halt than a 10-minute prologue, yes. prologue of just a panning over um, illustrations. <laughs> yeah, really with, rough. Not even with, great illustrations yeah, off of that. Um, uh-huh. And just saying words. Um, and, like, uh, and I, like, 
and I just uh, and I'm I'm, I'm sure I'm going to repeat myself about this, but I feel like June is a film, and uh, and I imagine this is sort of the same thing um, for. Uh, it almost feels like the most fan servicey film <laughs> of, of all time in the sense that it could only be explicable to someone who has read the book. Yeah. Totally. Which is part of the re- as yep. I said, this is part of the reason that uh, I wanted to do this. Um, did that prologue help you at all? It not, confused the fuck it, out of yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. So it wasn't helpful? No, no, the, no not it, at all. You, 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 this, the names of everything are so just inflated and your brain doesn't have time to process everything while they quickly Mm. move on. And just just having static shots of different looking moons and Mm. planets doesn't help the situation. I was like, Um, Kane, if you constantly say you're bad with plots and how are you keeping up with this? Um, I guess just by reading, yeah, by the, reading book the book, yeah. clearly, and clearly. and so and and then there's um and I, I, I have to think that they have just done this for this cut, this this extended cut is the repetition of the same fucking thing over and <laughs> yes, over yeah. again. Like why would just they want happened. to kill? The sun? Why would they want to kill the sun? We must talk to Paul Atreides. <laughs> we must talk to Paul Atreides. Mm. It's just like constantly. It's just like remember this. Remember this that just happened two yeah, seconds yeah. ago yeah. that I still didn't understand. But why would they want but to kill would... his son? Yeah, and it's just like words that they've just said, and then it gets said in this interior monologue yeah. again. Well, the um, Interior monologue is a big part of how the book is written. Right. Like that's taken very directly from the thing. Like if you remember early on, um, the uh, Space Guild navigator says, I see plots in plots. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of like a big part of how the book is written is like people saying one thing out of their mouth and saying another okay. thing in their head. Right. Um, sort of caught intrigue or, or just like seeing all the machinations of yeah. the houses kind of. But then, yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry. Sam. No, no, no. I was going to say that uh, I didn't realize it was going to be so. Um, uh, in a monologue. D&D meets Game of Thrones, that whole kind of houses and mm. uh, politics and. Uh, I thought, yeah, I did. I definitely tried to watch it as a kid, and I got five minutes in and went, "No, not a kid." It's movie. like Star Wars without the fun. <laughs> yeah, but there's no. This is not a fun movie. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I feel like, and that's good to know about you know the the book being sort of you know um, thinking one thing, saying mm. something else, but it relies, and I'm sure that this must be in the like the original cut as well. There is so much in a monologue. Um, in in the the film, and I feel like you can use that to a point, and then after that, it's just bad filmmaking. Uh, like the the sequence with the uh, like, because there's just so there is so much that I feel like, um, and that's rolling back to this is a fan service film. Is they feel like they have to get in and explain absolutely every element where it's a film. And you should be able to like it's like those. I mean, it's I'm you know send your emails too, but uh, like a lot of the, the the fans of like the Harry Potter books, you know these huge massive tomes, mm. um, always took against the movies because they remove stuff. And it's like, of course you have to remove stuff. It's a two hour movie, but that's the thing. Like, mm. there's so much of this movie that could have been glazed over to make a <laughs> somewhat coherent film but they um, drop huge amounts but that's well they well <laughs> they could, should have dropped more you yeah. know um and there's this whole sequence where the now what's it called there's the uh sorry i've got it written down here the hunter seeker 
mm. scene mm. where Paul Atreides oh, is yeah. explaining everything in his head about yeah. this like about this, you know, yeah. little device that is, and he's like, and it must stand still. And it's da 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 da. And it's like, yeah. you could have done, you could have done that with a little bit of, um, you know, a little bit of dialogue before or after, and yeah, it would but, have been job done. But that's communicating something. That is communicating like the <clears throat> discipline um, and clarity of thought that he's received via Bene Gesserit training by. Uh, Lady Jessica. Yeah, it also doesn't make for a good film. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, like, yeah, but Lynch, it's, Lynch, it's, his entire career has been playing a different game than everybody else has. You yeah, know I mean? but he also, yeah, he's also I, made I, significantly better films. I also don't even think this is like a David Lynch film, really. I feel like he was a puppet on this for De Laurentiis. Um, yeah, I mean... I He's think he had green. more control than you would think. I, I have read, I mean, it was an incredibly troubled production. Mm. Um, but I think that there's a lot of Lynch in it, for sure. Oh, there there still are. There yeah. still are, yeah, moments. All the good bits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I was wondering if you guys could, like, give a brief plot synopsis as you understand it. Mm, okay. Uh, I'm not going to use anyone's name. I, I kind of can't because you need to use names all the way through it. And all I can remember are Paul Atreides and Harkonnens and, and Sandworms and Melange Spice. And well, I think there's, so there's the Emperor who is using, and I'm not sure what those brain group, what the brain group people Who's are. Who's that big brain fart guy the brain, in the The big the brain cage. guy at the start. Um, um, big worm. He's like super, oh, super like, brain. like the Space Guild Navigator. Yeah, and the Space Guild Navigator. Like, and so basically they, the, 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 I get the the emperor is using the um, Harkonnens to uh, basically f- fueling a feud between the Harkonnens and mm. uh, the Paul Atreides dad or whatever um, Leo, Leo uh, to uh, um, basically um, get them off. Uh, what do you call it? Get them off um, Arrakis. Arrakis, and uh, so that they can get that sweet sweet spice, mm. um, and then. Mm. It turns out that Paul Atreides is uh, the uh, what the Quasats Haderach. Quasats Haderach. Give a dog a bone, Um, (laughs) and uh, um, and he uh, and because they've been trained, and then it turns out that the the, what are the free the Freeman or Fremen have been in this the the planet is supposed to be devoid of water, but they've been there's actually like heaps of water under it. And he basically just becomes Jesus and rides some sandworms. Yeah, it's not not that there's a lot of water under it. They're hoarding it. They're hoarding being captured. And they want to change the face of the planet by destroying all the spice. Is that right? So they're going to destroy all the spice because everyone's getting addicted to it because they've all got blue eyes. Uh, Uh, They just want to. They don't want to. They want to take the power away from the the from everyone. Really? Yeah. I mean, it's 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 a it's a um, it's a very destructive impulse. Do they want to? Turn the spice with water into an energy drink and sell that. <laughs> Is that what they're doing? <laughs> the, the 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 water hoarding and stuff like um the uh this is something that isn't really in the movie, but that's largely um, Max von Sydow's um, part of the book. Right. He's he's he's, a, he's an ecologist and. Uh, he kind of developed the technology to kind of be. I think I'm remembering that right. Like his his um, part of it has a lot to do with the idea of kind of 
don't know whether terraforming is the right word, but mm. changing the ecology of it. Because if it does rain, you don't, or if there is mm. moisture, you don't get spice. Right. Mm. Um, yeah. I think, and then Paul Atreides he drinks the the water of life, mm. and only men uh, can drink it uh, to survive. And if they uh, no, uh, no, no men, no. no men have survived drinking it, mm. and then. It turns out that he's basically Jesus and wants to bring, uh, you know, uh, yeah. you know, um, happiness and love to the yeah, to, he, to the world. Is that how you see it? Well, no. Well, it says well in this in this uh, explanatory. You know, he's like, uh, bring peace across the universe where there yeah. is war. There is, you know, um, but uh, it really deviates from the book in that way. Yeah. Like because uh, apparently he becomes a bit of a monster, doesn't he, in the books? Yeah, more or less. Yeah. Um, it's yeah, it's it's uh, it's a lot more kind of genocidal and um he's he's not a hero i mean he's i don't think he's really a hero in the movie necessarily but well i mean but but he says i mean he says oh you know like basically genocidal he's like we will destroy every harkonnen you know like just wipe them off this planet so it's like oh that sounds fairly yeah yeah and yeah i mean there's you know power or you know um, is evil would be kind of like a uh, thematic thing of it. Um, did you enjoy this movie? Uh, no. no. I'm being honest, no, no. I didn't enjoy it. I do think it would have made, uh, it's clearly being remade with uh, Denis Villeneuve. Uh, it's in very good hands. I just don't know how he's going to tackle it being so much. He's going to have to chop a hell of a lot out of it. Um well, I think it's going to be multiple movies. Oh, is yeah. it? Yeah. So okay, because what's multiple will, at least he's going to do. Yeah, cool. Yeah. That so makes then sense. They can... Oh, I was going to say it would make a far better uh, TV Game of series. Thrones-esque TV series where you can really get into the characters and really get into the, the just the, the politics behind why they're doing all these things and the history of all these people. Because there's that prologue of like five, ten-minute prologue mm. that goes, that jumps from the year like uh, – 60 or 6,000, blah, 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 to 10,000. So there's like a lot of time in there yeah. where there's explaining the technology and the, 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 and even you know. I've, I think I've, you know, I watch Game of Thrones, but I'm not a, like a, you know, I, I enjoy it, but I barely remember most of the yeah. family names and totally. That's yeah. why houses you, and stuff. If, I'm terrible with that. If sort you're going to do it justice, so. you need to give it more time. Yeah. And that was probably the only, cause I was just like, it, it was the pace of it. Was there, there was All some interesting stuff in it, but I'm like, it, it was just like, what am I seeing here? Not even that it's not like it was even uh, saved by uh, the the effects, the practical effects, the visual effects were weren't that crash hot even for the time. I feel yeah. like they were. There was some stuff in there. That's, so the worm stuff looks really the good. nostalgic. Looking yeah. back, looking back with a nostalgic eye and seeing how they did it, and you can tell that it's real. I'm like that. That's pretty cool in the the actual mm. practical stuff, and the sets are just sets are the real star of the show. Yeah. I reckon. They're phenomenal. The sets are amazing. So amazing. But then you're putting these plonkers in the middle of the sets, like the emperor, that guy, that the the emperor guy in charge of the spice, terrible actor. Like, why do they want to kill the the guy's son? Why would they want to kill the guy's son? Miguel Ferrer, old spice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I like. I would have much, much rather just segueing into Yodorovsky's Dune, which is amazing. Doco that we've I'm sure you guys have seen it. A lot of people. Yep. Um, that is a film that I would have 
love to have seen. I mean, if you imagine switching, it would have been crazier and less coherent, though. But, yeah, but if but, it's gonna, if, <laughs> if you're gonna go full crazy, then you know, like uh, I've seen, you know, I've seen enough clips from like Holy Mountain to, totally, to know yeah. that it's. But imagine be a seeing uh, Salvador Dali in that same role as the the Emperor, yeah. or you know, Mick Jagger instead of uh, Sting, or just all these just bizarre. Um, like what's his? Uh, who else did he have on the list? Pink Floyd was going to do all the music, just not fucking Toto. Wow. The, the music. Uh, you didn't yeah, like the music. I didn't like the music. Oh really? I didn't like, like the music, music in this <laughs> at all. <laughs> Especially not Patrick Stewart's dumb fucking playing that guitar thing. <laughs> <laughs> Bellaset. Yes, yeah. Bellaset. You know the instrument. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, the real star of the show was Patrick Stewart's mullet. That is. Uh, at the end. Unparalleled. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, in terms of there was in terms of adaptations and stuff, there was also a sci-fi channel um, miniseries. Oh, was there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Which I watched. I I don't think it was very good, but I mean, going back to the Denis Villeneuve thing, I don't have high hopes for it. I mean, no? I kind of did. Um, but then and you didn't oh, like Blade Runner, so you, no, you yeah. did or you didn't did like Blade Runner. Kane oh, you didn't, didn't? Like really? I thought no, that was great. Really. I think it's yeah. in good hands. If it's like as polished as that. Was, yeah, but that, it's the same same that, cinematographer. That is the problem to me. I, one thing I will say about the Denis Villeneuve one is that a lot of the casting announcements are mm. really fucking exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Timothy Chalamet yep. is going to be playing Paul, which I think is yep. a great yep. choice. Call me by your yep. name, that that guy, yep. right? Yeah, Timothy. Yeah, um, Charlotte Rampling is going to be. Um, the Reverend Mother, yeah. Helen Geis, Mahaya. She for um, Mission Impossible? No, that's Rebecca Ferguson. Oh, she's right, in it yeah. as well. Um, oh, I didn't hear that. Yeah, she's she's the mum. Uh, Lady Jessica. Yeah. Right. Um, Sorry, who is, who is it? Uh, she was Ilsa in the last two um, like Mission French. Impossible movies. The, the, she's, um, she was the uh, the British agent. The, um, right, right. And she's a um, Scandinavian. Um, oh, yeah. She's great. She, I think she's, she's really one of those, like, one of the couple of those Scandi, she Scandi noir some movies. ass in the action yeah. realm. Uh, yeah, she's great. Okay, and um, uh, who's he? What's it? Carrot uh, uh, top as Baron um, Harkonnen. No, I, I know uh, uh, Peter Sarsgaard. Peter Sarsgaard. Uh, no, Stellan Skarsgård. He's playing. he's playing. He's going to be great. Yeah, and yeah, Dave Bautista as the as the big dum dum thumper, whatever his name is. Uh, yeah, the, the well, that, Harkonnen's I, son. Yeah. Is it his son the or is this his? Raban. Yeah. Um, they had, I, when I saw they been. said that they hadn't announced. Yeah, I no, looked he's on been announced. DB yeah. yesterday. Yeah. Well, that, that, that's his yep. He's playing the, the yep. That's fun. That's so funny because I didn't know that. And I I thought that maybe he would have been playing Gurney. Um, Gurney is Patrick mm. Stewart's character. Oh, really? Cause, because that would be like a, a different way to go with it because yeah. like Gurney Halleck along with Duncan Idaho, who is really not really in not, the movie. Not in this movie. Yeah. Um, uh, they're like the weapon masters yeah. mm. of yep. House Atreides. And he's kind of, Dave Bautista shows he can do that sort of dramatic softer side as well as yeah, he did yeah, in yeah. Blade Runner. He was cool. He was good in that. Is there anything you liked about it? Yeah, I mean, sure. The there was the sets were great. Um, uh, there were there were moments of like, I remember being supremely bored in large sections of it. Um, not so much, or probably not so much bored. Just like, just I can see where it's going, baffled, <laughs> yeah. or just like yeah. get to the come on, move it, yeah. move it forward. Uh, and then and then there were parts where I'm like, oh, yeah, this is this is pretty cool. There's like there's some the. Um, there were whole sections. I like, you know, it's 
it's it's not necessarily a good film when you get to a point in the film you're like oh thank fuck here we go it's gonna wrap up it's gonna wrap oh god they've moved to another planet oh no (laughs) oh shit and there's this whole other chapter i didn't realize i wasn't keeping tabs on the on the time and then i was like oh fuck no yeah i I felt um that i think the thing that frustrated me was that there was you know, these sequences that felt like they went for a really long time towards the start and then it gets really crushed up towards the end. Like that's, the, that is true. the relationship with, uh, with, um, Charney, Charney like mm. that's just completely rushed. That whole section is just rushed towards the end. Um, to try and fit in a relatively, like they could have even cut down that, the, those some of those action sequences and stuff towards the end to, mm. to fit in a bit more because you know there was no there was no it was just like hi I'm Charney now we're in love and we're getting married and mm-hmm. it's just like there's nothing you know um, yeah and then sort of some unfinished storylines as well so I can't remember his name but he has to milk the cat rat um, you know oh, yeah. uh, What's maybe the mi- that's in the new cut uh, um, do fear how I yeah. Um, and uh, Hook the cat rat. Yeah, um, uh, yeah. Pretty, and, it's pretty sure I've seen that band on the, at the tote. Yeah, playing <laughs> play at the tote. Um, uh, and um, like his character, just kind of, there's no ending to 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 him. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't think that he's like kind of um, that important. Well, then, but but then, why have that scene at all? You know? Uh, yeah. Uh, did you did you did you kind of un, uh, did you get a sense for who he and Brad Dourif's character what what they were? They were uh, like they were kind of you mean the the one the, the Eyebrows milk the camera yeah. yeah 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 oh yeah totally they were they'd been sucking on that sweet spice for a while and they're 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 like oracles of that they're this they're clever clogs not right? spice not spice what no, were they it's, doing it's a different compound I can't remember what it is but they're so they you you know. The lips are stained because of blah blah blah. You know yes. that that whole yeah, thing yeah, was yeah, well, that yeah. was enough to explain it. And that yeah. guy's great. I really like Brad Dourif. Is yeah, always <laughs> like no one plays a creep like Brad Dourif. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Massive, um, massive creep. Well, yeah. they're 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 mentats, which are like they're they're the they're human computers basically. Yeah. Okay. Because that did 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 you glom onto that? Is that there's no computers in this yeah. universe? Yeah. yeah. Oh, the you, human can be. I did. Well, I know because they. So they in so four thousand years prior to this, um, there was an upper. They made the supercomputers, and then that was a bit of a Skynet thing, and yeah, then the, they smashed those yeah. down, and we're like, okay, the Butlerian jihad. Excuse me. Excuse. <laughs> <laughs> What's your language? <laughs> um, kids, um, listen to this. Yeah, but uh, no. There, I mean, there were bits and pieces um, that I enjoyed. Uh, I did like. Um, a, I, I like the little plot device of hiding the um the message for um uh, hiding it in the body Mm. to to find it Mm. um and and i was just wondering if sting got his idea for a message in a bottle (laughs) (laughs) it's a message Um, in a body um (laughs) (laughs) dean stockwell um uh, like as soon as I saw Dean Stockwell, I'm like, mm, you're dodgy. Um, yeah. but, uh, a thousand I, I, deaths are not yeah. good enough for you. Eh? Um, and, uh, but I, I always just think of Ziggy from uh, quantum leap. Um, he's, uh, he's great. Um, but as far as like the, the cast is, there's mm. a lot of great, yeah. great actors, you know, or great oh, characters. The cast is amazing. And, and like um, the, what they actually put together 
um, all the pre-production stuff and like the actual, the, the, the planets that aligned to make this happen in mm. the end, whether or not they, they did steal a bit from Jodorowsky's, yep. like his, his grand plan of, of having like a rock star in, in Sting's yep. role or, uh, you know, all that, that sort of thing. And, yep. and the, as a musician, like a, a popular musician, um, they just kind of went for the B versions of most of these things. Yep. Um, but yeah, I mean, Kyle McLaughlin, he's pretty, he's pretty well cast. It was his first, first theatrical, uh, outing. Yep. Um, I don't know what he'd done before this TV show. It was was it his with, first? Yeah. yeah first so. proper theatrical. Huh. Yeah. Um, I um, did love, uh, I love, uh, Linda Hunt. Um, yes. who's shout out Mapes. She's yeah. the, um, who I've seen in uh, the year of living dangerously. Um, she's in kindergarten cop as well. Um, and then she's in one of those, uh, cause I was just looking up her IMDB and she's in one of those like NCIS, you know, whatever's okay. and for 400 episodes. Or whatever, yeah. you know. Linda Hunt's great. Yeah. But, I mean this, it had a total production crew, uh, of 1,700 and required 80 sets to be built on 16 sound stages. That's insane. So more than six years in the making, um, and David Lynch worked on it for three and a half years. Right. So, I mean, all his, he hates on it. He thinks it's the worst thing right. he's ever been attached to. But you got to, there's three and a half years of your life. Yeah. And it's a lot. I mean, it was a it's massive impressive bomb. undertaking. Yeah. yeah. Regardless. There's, 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 a, there's a feature article about the production of it that I feel I'll like dig out and put in the, um, the... There must be a good June doco out there, right? Like at the making of, I think there is. Yeah, God, I mean, I, maybe I should have I mean, prepped a bit this, more. But. This sort of stuff, like two hundred workers spent two months hand clearing three square miles of Mexican desert for location shooting. Yeah, that's that insane. sort of shit doesn't happen these days. No, no, I mean it had to happen that way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, know, totally. There's no... no computers in that universe, right? Nah. Yeah. <laughs> um, we've probably got a sponsor, right? Yeah, sure. Sure. <laughs> Hello, my beautiful, sweet little babies. Um, I'm trying something different. I'm going to do this ad from the top of the dome because I've decided that uh, speaking extemporaneously is a learned skill and one that I ought to pick up. You know, I've got to keep this interesting for myself, you know. I've got to be interesting for myself so I can be interesting for you. And what I'm here to be interesting about today is talking about Everyday Coffee. Everyday Coffee on uh, Sackville Street in Collingwood, late of Johnson Street. Um, they got one in the city on Little Collins Street. They got the bakery. All are welcome. It's all great stuff. I was thinking about it. Everyday Coffee may be the coffee I have drunk of, drunk the most of in my whole life, which is saying quite something because I enjoy coffee. Look, I'm I'm looking at some coffee right now from Everyday Coffee that I drink every day because I drink Everyday Coffee. I'm looking at uh, the Ankara from Rwanda, aromas of dark chocolate and black tea, date sweetness, stone fruit notes balanced with a silky finish. And I got to say, this shit is delicious. I, uh, you know, my, my beautiful partner in life, Alex, fills up uh, the Mocha Master every morning and I go out into the world uh, with my Yojirushi uh, Japanese thermos and I drink it all day and uh, it fills my blood and my, and my bile and my semen with just energy and vim and vigor and uh, 
without it, I, I feel like I would die. And, and I don't think that's an exaggeration. Um, at this point, I rely on it much like uh, the, uh, the Chome Corporation relies on the Spice Melange uh, to, uh, you know, keep control of the universe. Uh, so drink everyday coffee. It's great. But yeah, like rolling around to some of the things I I did like. Um, yeah, like some of those uh, I did really like the um, some of the the special effects shots with the when the worms are like coming out of the yeah. sand and like because I think it's some, what do we talk about? Maybe in the Batman um, uh, episode with miniatures, mm. how um, if you're using water and fire, it's very easy to tell if it's a miniature because yeah, you we can't talked about scale. that in Batman yep. Returns. Um, yep. And whereas this, they must have been quite large mm. models or something mm. like that because the sand is yeah. um, very, you know. Find very small sand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or it's just flour. Oh, no, like probably. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> flour. But, uh, flour. but yeah, it was, I, yeah, I would, I was, some of those shots are really, yeah. really, yeah. No, the, they the, looked the great. sand worms looks like really the, cool. uh, the, the Bantha pit. Um, yeah, the Bantha pit. <laughs> so oh, like, Georgie, yeah. Georgie boy stole yeah. a lot of, from, from this, didn't he? Really? Well, no, well, the, this came out a year after. Oh no, from the the book, I guess. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did you clock to the idea that the worms make the spice? No. Yes, I right. the poop it out. Do they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Um, and and the water of life is. Um, did you clock to what yes. that is? It's their bile or something. It's yeah, kind it's, of like it's a bit like they, the it's they, all the... they drown a baby sandworm. Yeah, and that's like kind of yeah the bile or the whatever gets excreted out of it in yep. its death mm. throes. Um, Did you ever read the Wheel of Time series? Mm-mm. It was a fantasy series of novels. Mm. Very is kind of a similar conceit in it in that there's male magic and female magic and kind of the male magic has been poisoned by like kind of the big bad or whatever. And there's kind of that similar idea that there's, that there's, a, there's a kind of a metaphysical place that women can't see, you know what I mean? This right. magical schema, which would be, you know, mm. what Paul can Now see. see. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, a lot of films have borrowed a lot of things from this, or probably more so the book or yeah. the yeah, film. I mean, like Tremors. You... Look at Tremors, the worms. Like, <laughs> yep. that is, look at look at Beetlejuice. Yeah. Look at, like, mm. is this the first incarnation of sandworms in any kind of, I don't know. Maybe. Pro- yeah. I mean, it was written well, in the 60s. I was about to say, the book's from the yeah, 50s yeah. or 60s, yeah. Um, yeah, because, I mean, I, I know that the, the book series is hugely popular and supposed to be great, but... Um, uh, yeah, I mean... <laughs> well, the first one. Yeah, I mean, I've I, I, I read uh, the second one, God Emperor of Dune or Children of Dune. I can't, God, I can't remember. I get a little mixed up. They, they become even more kind of metaphysical right. and... Uh, they become way, they become more out there. Like kind of what the conceit of like a lot of the later parts is that Paul's son, uh, Leto II, um, becomes a half man, half worm, who's kind of oh. the, <laughs> essentially like God dictator, God emperor of, right. of the universe and is like, um, not a good dude. And right. Yeah. Um, his little sister was pretty creepy. 
Yeah. <laughs> yes. Alia. Is it Alia? Yes. Yeah. Alicia Witt, who mm. uh, was um, six feet under and stuff. Oh, right? really? Yeah. Oh, oh the, the, <laughs> the daughter. Yeah. Oh, no shit. Crazy. Um, I did notice that, um, sure. that like, Virginia Madsen gets fairly high casting, and maybe this is the cut that we got, but she's basically in it for like a second. Sorry, not... Six feet under. I'm thinking about a different redhead. She was in Sybil. Do you remember that Sybil oh, Shepherd sitcom? Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. Um, she's in that. She was in Law and Order. She's in Friday Night Lights. Justified. A lot of TV. Yeah. Um, not a lot of gags in this movie. Got to say, uh-huh. um, Patrick Stewart gets one in. Uh, I don't. It wasn't even <laughs> funny, but he was just like you know, um, mood. Mood is a thing for love play or play. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, uh, but, um, yeah, it was... Uh, yeah. I yep. say, those sonic guns are fucking dumb. <laughs> you think so? Seb, Seb, Seb. Pow, I think they're dope as hell. <laughs> In the book, I'm sure they sound great. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, weirding modules. Do you, reckon, um, yeah. you know that 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 uh, the sequence at the start when he's with the the woman and he has to put his hand in the box? Yeah, mm. I was <laughs> all I was thinking was he was going to have to put his hand in the box and there was going to be a tin of spaghetti in there <laughs> and it was going to be like it's a witch's hair. <laughs> Do you know what the idea <laughs> behind that is? Yes, it's like it's a mental as opposed to yeah. yeah. Well, like like well, it's it's to test whether he's human yeah. first of all, but um. Do you know, like, like what had, why did you think um, the Reverend Mother was doing it, I guess? Well, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a test, right? Mm. To prove test. that he's not fully. To prove that he has the power to withstand. Yes. Uh, what he, the, the challenges he will face down yeah, the line. Yeah, yeah. But, but, but they, they don't want him to. No, yeah, no, yeah. she's, she's not happy mm. that he's, yeah. you know. Because yeah. Jessica was meant to only bear daughters. Which she can do like via Bene Gesserit training as well. She can like just poop them out. Yeah, she can change the sex or, or or like determine what sex the thing is in. You know, you 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 got that idea that that the Bene Gesserit have been trying to breed the Kwisatz Haderach. Yeah, like yeah. And, and, is this the one? Is he the one? Yeah, and and kind of the the idea was that that one generation after would have been Lady Jessica's daughter and mm. um, a Harkonnen's son. And according to all of the en- the genetic engineering that they were done, it was one generation subsequent that would have been the Kwisatz Haderach, and they would have had a lot more control over. They would have had control over that child, but Paul disrupts the whole thing. Oh, okay, you know what I mean. Mm. Which is why he gets out. Of, part of the reason why he's not able to be controlled by the Bene Gesserit. Right. Mm. Um, are pug dogs in the book? I know, the pugs yeah. are great. And he's carrying him into battle. <laughs> yeah. uh, all he goes, pugs in space. Yeah. Yeah, so. yeah. That was pretty inexplicable, but I, I love it as well. Because, you know, I mean, I mean, the thing about it, like, is that the kind of, um, the Padishah Emperor, um, Shaddam IV, and kind of his coterie and stuff is meant to be like, incredibly decadent like in a in a way that cannot be comprehended and like maybe just having like well i mean i guess the pug was an atreides but you saw that in in the throne room there were bulldogs as yep. well i don't know it was just kind of like a stand-in for uh i think the reason they would have done it is to kind of communicate a little bit of like that kind of humanity regnal, like kind of a regnal feeling you know what i mean yeah. like like it's uh uh, you think about like 16th century, 17th century paintings of like 
fancy aristocratic women and they'll have like a little lap dog or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I think it was yep. like meant to connect a little mm. bit with that kind of like uh, aristocratic idea. Mm. I mean, we've been discussing a lot, but do you think this is a good movie? Yeah, I think it's an amazing movie. Yeah. 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 Explain. Apart well, from, apart from like, had you not read the books, would you think this is an amazing movie? Well, I mean, the... I think you can, like, there's two ways of putting it, one charitable, one uncharitable. The un, the uncharitable way to put it was that this is my Goonies. You know what I mean? Uh, okay. Right. Like, uh, I, have, I, I read the books a million times when I was a kid. I saw the movie and I could comprehend it. And, and I didn't see kind of the movie until, like, at a time, I didn't see it too early, basically. Um, and the book had already imprinted on me, so I was I was mm. ready for it. Um, and so the uncharitable thing to say is that uh, I'm just in the tank for it, and um, I'm just a super fan who can't see its flaws. The um, I think the charitable way to see it is that because I'm a fan, it allows me to see what's so great about it. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, I. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that it's um, a perfect movie, but I think that um, so much of the mood and and like what is what is what is great about David Lynch films, if not the mood of them, you know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. um, and just the incredible kind of like um, uncanniness that that he can draw out of things. Yeah, and like the whole film is littered with those kind of mo- moments. You know what I mean? That uh, that that are that have never been echoed or recreated in in any film that I've ever seen. You know what I mean? Completely one of a kind. Um, and I think that that kind of scarcity and that uniqueness is um, what makes it great. I, I it's kind of amazing how relatively faithful it is to the books as well. Um, I just think it's beautiful and you know connects so directly to what are the thematic well no i mean the thing about it is is as well is that during the book i mean it's i mean a lot of the writing's not great um and as as great as a lot of the ideas are in it it's kind of simple-minded in its own way but i think that the combination of like those great ideas and um david lynch's emotional and and aesthetic sense like just make for something oddly unique that i'm captivated by that that's i mean that's that's an opinion I mean, and yeah. a fact <laughs> yeah that is, is a fact you justified it um yeah but it's it's not for me no not for me <laughs> no, no. <laughs> maybe i'll go oh, back no. and read the, maybe i'll go back and read the book and, so the sleeper uh, has not awakened no, no not yet no. i mean david Lynch. i i but do you think do you think there was any benefit in us watching that extended version? Because I, f- I felt, I, I, I think feel I like I might have cooked that. I'm yeah, because because <laughs> I I really struggled with that intro and all of the repetition yeah. and stuff like that. Like yeah. I could, because I it was still as equally inexplicable and it just annoyed me more. Yeah. Uh, there's there's was, no extra scenes or anything. So we watched apart from the prologue, we watched a very similar movie. Right. Yeah, I feel like the bits there was a lot that needed to be explained further and the bits that were explained to you were 
bashed over your head a yeah. number of times. I mean, there's, there's, so there's, there's like there's, 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 in, in the in the original cut, is there the re- repetition of using the same effect shots a number of times oh, as yeah. well? No, oh there's my like gosh. a number yeah. of times yeah. where they use someone up the stairs. Yeah, and yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Exactly, like using the same shots over and over again, and it's like, oh. But, but, but I mean, that that kind of litany. Uh, sorry, that that's a repetition that you um, mentioned. You know, it, it's it's part of the Lynch cut as well. And, and again, like it's kind of appreciating it as kind of like the movie is kind of like, it's an incantation. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you think about like how Lynch is kind of, um, um, so big on transcendental meditation Mm. or whatever. And has been, I believe like from that, like around that time, been into it like for the longest time, like this film, like every Lynch film, maybe not the straight story, but that's the only one I can think of doesn't kind of obey like conventional rules of filmmaking and like like and kind of in in a lot of ways like this movie is like it's a ritual you know what i mean it's 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 a ritual of mythical archetypes you know what i mean it's it's like it's like a sacred text you know what i mean and that repetition is kind of reflects that yeah but for someone who hasn't read the book, yeah, yeah, it must be rough going. But that's why I would be. In, I want. I was interested mm. to see what you thought of yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, I've always wanted to see it. Yeah, and yeah. I did try. Um, probably it would have been fifteen, sixteen. Gave it a red hot go for <laughs> probably under ten minutes and yeah. went ooh, eh, no. I don't know. No. Th- just just the world of the first book just imprinted on me so deeply. Mm. I've always know? loved. I've always been drawn to the artwork, and mm. I, I had a, a comic of it as a kid. And I used to flick through that and just have no idea what was going on, but I used to just love all the the artwork. There is, there is, you can look it up. It's fucking hilarious. Uh, The Laurentises kind of were making this thinking that it would be the sci-fi epic that would be the next Star Wars or whatever. Yeah. So there are action figures... There's, oh, and like, there's, uh, there's and lunch like boxes. They, yeah, they, they went down the rabbit hole with them and just never got any of it back. They, yeah. It was like 45 mil budget and they, yeah. he lost about 30 mil. Yeah. yeah. It's um, just it's just so funny because like you'd think about this movie, like this strange, beautiful movie and there's they thought kids are gonna color, be like, coloring books yeah. and yeah. like, oh, it's just so funny. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I like... Uh, I would love to I might save an eBay search or whatever. Yeah. If I could find like an original like Lunch Paul Atreides like action figure or something, totally. that would be the best. How crazy it would have been if because Lynch was offered um Return of the Jedi, right? Imagine how yeah. crazy it would have been if he said yes to that, but he said, No, it's George Lucas, it's your thing. I I'm, I'm, I don't want to touch yeah. it, it's your thing. Yeah. That would it's have been a very different yeah. film. I mean, yeah. I, I also think that this film is uh, I mean is what got us the Lynch that we all know and love. You know yeah, because I mean? it was like a, a, a you know, smash the system. Then, or he a kind of Elephant Man predated this. That's right? what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but that's, I feel that's, like that's why he this was, was handed. Yeah, this he was, was. But this was handed to such a young director, totally. yeah, like this budget, and yeah. and he had such a nightmare making this, and he it's it's the worst period of his whole life, and this yeah. would have been the thing that would have made him go, never again am I ever working with the studio unless I have final cut and final say and mm-hmm. final everything. So this would have been, you know, probably this, gave was, us this was the yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of yeah, yeah. the linchpin, if you will. <laughs> hey. Yeah. It's All been right. a long time since I've seen yeah. The Elephant Man, but I mean, it's it's a lynch movie, but it's 
it's a pretty rel- straight. It's relatively straight conventional. Yeah it's, a, yeah, it's, yeah, it's a conventional film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a great film, but it's yeah, mm. fairly conventional. Got to start somewhere, yeah. right? Um, so you got some facts. Well, over I there. mean, he started with the weirdest fucking film in the world, Eraserhead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 like yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But uh, I do. I, I've actually got um, a few facts here. Is that a fact? <laughs> Is that a fact? Is that a fact? That a fact. That's a fact. Is that a fact? That a fact. Yeah. All right. This is the game show that everyone loves. Um, Not me, because I get them fucking wrong every goddamn <laughs> time. <laughs> I just, I make them up. You could be getting them right. I'm just never going to let you win one. <laughs> it's going to change it. <laughs> you have to It'll Google be, it. it's, the, it's the coffee cup dropping <laughs> yeah, totally. moment. <laughs> like, just looks back. <laughs> I was wrong. <laughs> this whole time. Don't, don't backdate it. I probably owe you about 1200 bucks for all, these, all the wins. <laughs> Okay, this is the game where I give you three facts, and one of them is a fact that isn't a fact at all. It's a false fact. That makes sense. An anti-fact. That is much an anti-fact. An inverse fact. This is this is the kind of language that is used in June. <laughs> Too many words to explain things that could be used in far lesser. Okay. <laughs> uh, fact number one. Sir Patrick Stewart was at the time completely unfamiliar about who Sting was as a musician. When meeting him on set, he asked if he was a solo artist, to which Sting replied he was in a band called The Police. Stuart, totally unaware, thought Sting played in a police band. Police band. I can't use words. Police band. They thought he played in a police band. He did. Fact number two. In 2010, on YouTube, Sean Young posted a six-minute video of behind-the-scenes footage from the movie, which she had recorded on the set with a Super 8 camera in 1983. This featured a heated argument with David Lynch and De Laurentiis about giving Sting two penises when he comes out of the steam room. They then chose to cover him up instead. Hmm. Fact number three. The suits uh, worn by the Guild members were in fact body bags that were found in a disused fire station dating back to the early 1920s. The bags had actually been used several times, and that was a fact that was kept from the cast members until after shooting was completed. Hmm. I'm going to say... What was the first one? Uh, Patrick Stewart. With hmm. the thinking uh, Sting was in a police well, I'm going to say number one. Um... I don't know. You do this tricky thing because I know Sean. I've seen the footage that Sean Young shot. Um, you seen also she she shot a bunch of Polaroids on the set of Blade Runner. Yeah, they're really cool. Yeah. yeah, I haven't seen those. Um, but you do this thing where like I know that she did that, but I'm pretty sure there was no two penis thing. I'm going to say no, two penises is the false fact. Well, with every uh, every good false lie comes a little bit of truth. And this time, I have to say, Kane, you're a super fan, and you get a little pinch of spice to take home with you. You won this one. You won it. You won it. I know. Uh, I Patrick love the Patrick Stewart. Stewart. Patrick Stewart, Patrick Stewart. Did, in fact, think he's in a police band. That's kind of so consistent with like Patrick, because like Patrick Stewart's whole thing is now that he's just this lovable scamp. Right? Totally, like, totally. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the only other fact that I it hasn't come mm. up in there, I was going to use this as a backup one, but I thought this was it's it makes so much much sense. 
um, that during the movie's original release, cheat sheets explaining much of the movie's setting and its yeah. more obscure vocabulary were handed out to moviegoers in, in a lot of theatres. Oh, jeez. I wish I'd, I needed should one. Have printed, <laughs> should have printed <laughs> one out. I mean, the book has <laughs> Baby's First June. Well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Idiot's Guide to <laughs> June. Guide to <laughs> the Dummy's Guide to June. Yeah. But what, what, do you, what do you guys like? Do you guys like um, Chosen One Messiah narratives mm, in general? Uh, um, you know. Other than the... Matrix and, you know, yeah. all that sort of. I mean, there's some sometimes, sure. Yeah. If you can, I, I guess I just wasn't uh, just that captivated with uh, Paul Atreides. He kind of, he kind of, I, I didn't really like him as a character that much. I, di- I didn't think um, his performance was particularly great. He just had that like fairly leaden smile on his face. Like he said, it's yeah, a bit of a punch. There's not a lot face. of great acting in this mo- in this movie, to be honest. Uh, I disagree with that. I think, I mean, I think Kyle MacLachlan's great. I mean, you, you've, you I like Kyle MacLachlan. Yeah, mm, no, right. it, but in this movie, I mean, he's he's consistent with the character. Like, like the character is grown up in these incredible strictures. You know what I mean? And and rigorous training. He's a he's a he's a stiff um, kid who's who's kind of hyper developed in some ways, but not emotionally at all. I mean, you think about the first time that you see him, you know, he's straight to the weapons training. It's all training, training, training. Mm. You know, both both in conventional weaponry and stuff and the Bene Gesserit training that he gets from Jessica or whatever. And, you know, the time that... And when he's... Um, um, after uh, UA... Um, after his traitorous act or whatever um, and Lido's death, you know, he just is over come into kind of this emotionless state which is when he first kind of like mm, connects to his out. destiny yep. or whatever so like at no point is is that character ever kind of a naturalistic um character you know what yeah. i mean he's, he's always but strange. it did uh, i don't know uh, it just uh, but a uh you know a uh an enjoyable protagonist that doesn't does not make it doesn't have to be a uh, you know like it just i wasn't drawn to his yeah. story yeah. particularly what do you think of jürgen Prochnow? As leader, I thought it was great. Yeah, yeah. Again, like um, he's great. Yeah, he's good. He's he's kind of good in most of the things he does. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Um. Yeah. Look. Uh, Are you glad you it saw it? Yeah, I'm. I'm glad. I'm I, glad. I'm absolutely. glad I ticked it off my list. Yeah. Um, I, and I am actually like um, I'm quite interested to read that first book. Um, but because yeah. uh, uh, it might, you know, maybe I'll. You know, maybe I'll turn uh, and uh, yeah. become a I mean, June, I, June, I, I, June head. I recommend it so much. I yeah. mean, some of some of the writing is a bit clunky, yeah. um, but it's it's a great read. Well, I mean, I'm Dan really... Brown's my favorite author. So, <laughs> 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 Dude, are the chapters four pages long? <laughs> I'm very excited to see the Denny Villeneuve one. Yeah. yeah, I mean, well, to kind of conclude the kind of thought that I had, I part of what I didn't like about Blade Runner twenty forty nine. And, you know, to talk about everything I didn't like about it would be a very long podcast itself. But it's kind of he has – he sanitized and kind of made enclosed or kind of like antiseptic or like kind of – It was too clean. Yeah, basically. Yeah, like and and like both in the – both in like practicalities of like it being like uh, really bright when the original is just like so dark and like mm-hmm. every corner yeah, is yeah. like flat yep. black yep. and stuff. Yeah. Um. Tend to just like it's he like as as accomplished as he is like visually and and he can 
obviously put a movie together and he has a great aesthetic sense. Like that aesthetic sense, like seems to like suck out like what is like like wild and inexplicable or like kind of that that has like a real kind of like electricity to it mm. you know what i mean which is why i think arrival is like my favorite film of his that, so is, that he's seen movie. Because because it is kind of antiseptic and it does happen at a kind of remove, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, that's kind of meant to be a bit sterile, doctor like this. Yep. Yeah, this, and whole... kind of emotionally as well, yeah. you know mm. what I mean? Like, there's something quite sort of man, and and I think that suited him in a, in a way that Blade Runner didn't. Well, Do you think he suits June? Well, that that's what I'm worried about. You know what I mean? I I I, because I think part of actually what makes Lynch's Dune so great is that. Um, so much does feel inexplicable, right? I mean, to to draw another comparison to Blade Runner, like the Ridley Scott Blade Runner, mm. um, you know, I would have seen upwards of probably 20 times, right? And it took me so many viewings to, like, really follow yeah. the plot. You know I mean, I, I mean? studied like, it in school. For yeah. sure. And, you know, the only reason or the thing that led him to do Blade Runner because he, he didn't have time to do Dune. He had to turn down Dune because Tony Scott had passed away his brother. Right. Um. I think pretty sure he jumped off the Golden Gate Bridge. Yes. He jumped yeah. off a yeah, bridge. Yeah. A no, bridge. I think it was in LA. It was oh, LA. Was it? Yeah. It, was, it was a bridge in LA. Yeah, I think. They, yeah. yeah. And um, and he yeah didn't have time to take this on in his life. His his um, the new June. No, the old June, the original June. This June. Yeah, he was. No, attached. Tony Scott didn't. Tony Scott. No, no, no. Um, Ridley Scott was gonna. Is this what you're saying? Yeah. Ridley Scott was gonna direct Blade Runner in 2049. Tony uh, Scott killed yeah. himself. Oh right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. No, I thought this Tony happened Scott a long time died. ago. No, no. Tony Scott. Because Tony Scott made like a bunch of oh, of course movies. Yeah, 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 yeah. A bunch of terrible movies. Oh, are we yeah. getting this wrong then? I think it might be. Yeah. Uh, I think. Yep. Yeah. Yep. In any case, that's not a fact. <laughs> no, ain't no fact here. In, um, in any case, I, I, I like. I think. W- w- a lot of the time what is so great about movies is what is inexplicable and what is mysterious. Uh, no, absolutely. You know I mean? No, and I, and, and I, I could I, not I, agree with you more. Yeah. Like I, I love things that are, you know, in, in movies that don't give you everything and you have to mm. think about it. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, this was a, this was a yes. far, far too much. But that's that. what yeah. I'm worried about the, the Villeneuve Dune is that it's going to suck all that out of it. Mm. You right. know what I mean? Right. Because Blade Runner 2049 kind of like... I mean, it was a little twisty and turny, whatever. But you know, it like A met B, and right. like it kind of yep. all made a bunch of there. sense. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, I think that's probably a wrap on June. Yeah. Uh, mm. See it, people. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can get us on all the socials on Twitter and Instagram, and uh, you can email us at hello at Deja Review. Podcast. Um, thanks, as always, to Jeremy Watsman for lending us the space. You've got to listen to their podcast. It's called Jackie Winter Gives You the Business. Um, I've been Mike Cairns. Over there is Kane Daniel. Just signing off by saying, I must not fear. Fear is the mind killer. Fear is the little death that brings total obliteration. Le, le petite mort. I will face my fear. I will permit it to pass over me and through me. And when it has gone past, I will turn the inner eye to see its path. Where the fear has gone, there will be nothing. Only I will remain. And Seb Seabass oh, Godfrey. Sorry, I, was, I wasn't listening. What was that, Kane? <laughs> I must not fear. fear that's, is- <laughs> that's a wrap on the. <laughs> that's a wrap for this episode of Deja Review, and we'll catch you again soon. Bye. Bye.